Shalom Aleichem, peace be upon you, greetings and welcome back to the broadcast. Today we are resuming our week of talking about, thinking about and studying about the Feast of Weeks, the great Feast of the Harvest, um, Shavuot. And I thought it would be fun and interesting to read from the Dead Sea Scroll book, uh, the Book of Jubilees. Um, it was one of the larger finds in the Dead Sea Scrolls as far as manuscript evidence was concerned. And we're going to be looking at chapter 5 and 6 today, which actually deals with Noah's flood and the condition of the earth and the condition of humanity and all of creation during that time. Uh, what's beautiful about the book of Jubilees is it really just adds more confirmation to what we already know to be true uh, from the book of Genesis. Uh, what it does is it, it, it confirms what Genesis actually says, gives us a little detail, and doesn't let people off the hook with making excuses for the story. Uh, a lot of academia, Christian academia, and uh, areas of that, uh, they they like to say, well, you know, the the messengers that came down, the the sons of God that came down, where that wasn't really angels; it was just the sons of in its sons of Seth. It's absurd, it's ridiculous, it's not at all what the Bible teaches. Um, furthermore, it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't agree with the rest of the Bible where it talks about the giants and things of that nature. What we're going to discover in this reading, if you haven't heard it before, is that you know all of creation, the whole order of things was out of whack. And when you combine Jubilees and Enoch and Genesis, what you discover is that there was genetic manipulation happening. There was non-human humans known as the giants on the earth at that time uh, because of the sin of the sons of God who came down and intermingled with women. Lots of, just a huge mess. A huge, huge mess. Not much different than what's going on in our world today. We actually live in a time of absolute insanity and chaos and genetic manipulation, and the orders of things are backwards, and the thoughts of men are evil continually. We've just become so numb to it, like the frog in the boiling pot scenario. But, uh, but in all reality, we're living in a very bizarre and strange time, much like the days of Noah. Let's read chapter 5 and 6. And the reason why we're reading this for Shavuot is because when we get to chapter 6, after the flood of Noah is over and all of that, we hear about the Feast of Shavuot. And so I thought it would be interesting to do that. I'm going to try to avoid doing a lot of commentary because I don't have a whole lot of time this morning. I just want you to hear the story, but I may interject some thoughts here and there. I'm going to read from the Hallelujah Scriptures version of the book of Jubilees. And so in Hebrew, it's not Jubilees, it's Yovel or Yobel or Yobael, depending on how you would pronounce it. So that's what you're going to hear instead of Jubilees. All right. Let's begin. 
The Book of Jubilees, Chapter 5 and 6. Hallelujah, Scriptures. And it came to be, when the children of men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the messengers of Elohim saw them on a certain year of this Yovel, that is to say, Jubilee, that they were lovely to look upon. And they took themselves wise of all they chose, and they bore unto them sons, and they were giants. And lawlessness increased on the earth, and all flesh corrupted its way alike, men and cattle and beasts and birds, and all that walks on the earth. All of them corrupted their ways, their orders, and they began to devour each other. And lawlessness increased on the earth, and every imagination of the thoughts of all men was only evil continually. And Elohim looked upon the earth, and see, it was corrupt. And all the flesh had corrupted its orders, and all that were upon the earth had brought all kinds of evil before his eyes. He said, I shall destroy man and all flesh upon the face of the earth which I have created. But Noach, Noah, found favor before the eyes of Jehovah. And against the messengers whom he had sent upon the earth, he was exceedingly wroth. And he gave a command to root them out of their reign. And he commanded us to bind them in the depths of the earth. And see, they are bound in the midst of it, and are kept separate. Please note, uh, the book of Jubilees seems to be written like from the perspective of angels. Uh, interestingly enough. And here it says that those angels who committed that sin are now bound. Which is exactly what we're told uh, by uh, Peter. And um, I believe even Jude talks about it. So this isn't like some new story. What it is is just confirmation that what we're being told, even by the apostles who know this story, is true. And those angels are currently bound and possibly reserved for the day of judgment, depending on how you look at it. Keep, keeping moving forward here, verse 7. So, well, the... so. Those angels God was extremely wroth with, so they're bound for judgment. But then their creation, their offspring, also had to be destroyed. Verse 7. And against their sons went forth a command from before his face that they should be smitten with the sword and removed from under the Shemayim, that is to say heavens. And he said, Your spirit shall not always abide on man for they are also flesh, and their days shall be one hundred and twenty years. And he sent his sword into their midst, that each should slay his neighbor. And they began to slay each other, till they all fell by the sword, and were destroyed from the earth. And their fathers were witness of their destruction. And after this they were bound in the depths of the earth forever, 
until the day of great condemnation, when judgment is executed on all those who have corrupted their ways and their works before Jehovah. Please note again, confirmation. This is exactly what our Bible teaches. That there's going to be a great day of condemnation, a great day of judgment coming upon the earth against all who have corrupted their way. Again, like the days of Noah, and these angels are bound until that day. Continuing on. Verse 11, And he destroyed all from their places, and not one remained them whom he did not judge according to all their wickedness. And he appointed for all his works a new and righteous nature, so that they should not sin in their whole nature forever, but should be all righteous, each in his kind always. And the judgment of all is ordained and written in the tablets of the Shemayim, that is to say the heavens, in righteousness. Even the judgment of all who depart from the path which is ordained for them to walk in. And if they do not walk therein, judgment is written down for every creature and for every kind. And there is none that Shemayim, or on earth, or in light, or in darkness, or in grave, or in depth, or in the place of darkness which is not judged. And all their judgments are ordained and written and engraved. In regard to all, he shall rightly rule, the great according to the greatness, and the small according to the smallness, and each according to his way. And he is not one who shall regard the face of any, nor is he who shall receive bribes. If he says that he shall execute judgment on each, if one gave all that is on the earth, he shall not regard the bribes or the face of any, or accept any matter at his hands, for he is a righteous judge. And the children of Israel, it has been written and ordained, if they turn to him in righteousness, he shall forgive all their transgressions and shall pardon their sins. And it is written and ordained that he shall show kindness to all who turn from their guilt once each year. And as for all those who corrupted their ways and their thoughts before the flood, no man's face was accepted except that of Noah alone. For his face was accepted in behalf of his sons, whom Elohim saved from the waters of the flood on his account. For his heart was righteous in all his ways, according as it was commanded regarding him. And he had not departed from any matter that was ordained for him. And Jehovah said that he would destroy all which was upon the earth, both men and cattle and beasts and birds of the air, and that which moves on the earth. And he commanded Noah to make himself an ark, that he might save himself from the waters of the flood. And Noah made an ark in all respects, as he commanded him in the twenty-seventh Yobel of years. In the fifth week, in the fifth year, on the new moon of the first month. And he entered in the sixth year, in the second month, on the new moon of the second month, till the sixteenth he entered. And all that was brought to him into the ark, and Jehovah closed it from without on the seventeenth evening. And Jehovah opened the seven windows of the Shemayim, and the mouths of the fountains of the great deep, seven months in number. 
and the windows began to pour down water from the Shemayim forty days and forty nights. And the fountains of the deep also sent up waters, until the whole earth was filled with water. And the waters increased upon the earth, fifteen ama. The waters rose above all the high mountains, and the ark was lifted up above the earth, and it moved upon the face of the waters. And the waters were mighty on the face of the earth five months, one hundred and fifty days. And the ark went and rested on the top of Labar, one of the mountains of Ariat. And on the new moon in the fourth month, the fountains of the great deep were closed, and the windows of the Shemayim were restrained. And on the new moon of the seventh month, all the mouths of the abyss of the earth were opened, and the water began to descend into the deep below. And on the new moon of the tenth month, the tops of the mountains were visible, and on the new moon of the first month, the earth became visible, and the waters disappeared from above the earth in the fifth week, in the seventh year, on the seventeenth day, in the second month the earth was dry. And on the twenty-seventh he opened the ark and sent out from it beasts and cattle and birds and every moving creature. Chapter 6 And on the new moon of the third month he went out from the ark and built an altar on the mountain. And he made atonement for the earth, and he took a young goat, and made atonement with its blood for all the guilt of the earth. For all that had been on it had been destroyed, except those that were in the ark with Noah. And he placed the fat on it, on the altar. He took a bull, and a goat, and a male goat, and salt, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon, and placed a burnt offering on the altar, and poured an offering on it mixed with oil and sprinkled wine, and spread frankincense over all, and caused a sweet fragrance to arise, acceptable before Jehovah. And Jehovah smelled the sweet fragrance, and he made a covenant with him that there should no longer be a flood to destroy the earth, that all the days of the earth, seed time and harvest should never cease, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night, should not change their order, nor cease forever. And you increase and multiply upon the earth and become numerous upon it, and it be a blessing upon it. The fear of you and the dread of you I shall inspire in all that is on the earth and in the sea. And see, I have given to you all beasts and all flying creatures and all that moves on the earth and the fish and the waters and all matters for food. As green plants, I have given you all matters to eat. But flesh with its life, with the blood, you shall not eat. For the life of all flesh is in the blood, lest your blood of your lives be required. At the hand of every man, and at the hand of every beast, I shall require the blood of man. Whosoever sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of Elohim he made man, and you increase and multiply on the earth. And Noah and his sons swore that they would not eat any blood that was in any flesh. He made a covenant before Jehovah Elohim forever throughout all generations of the earth in this month. On this account, he spoke to you that you should make a covenant with the children of Israel in the month upon the mountain with an oath. 
and that you should sprinkle blood upon them because of all the words of the covenant which Jehovah made with them forever. And this witness is written concerning you that you should observe it continually. So you should not eat on any day any blood of beast and birds or cattle during all the days of the earth, and that man who eats blood of beast or cattle or of birds during all the days of the earth, he and his seed shall be rooted out of the land. Please note, the do not eat the blood is not a new concept either. That's in the Torah, and it was one of the few commands that the early church gave to early Christians. If you go to Acts 15... They're, they're having this council, this debate. Do we have to obey the law of Moses? Do we have to get circumcised? Do we? And the final outcome handed down from the church in Jerusalem was to lay no further burden on these Gentile Christians except to tell them to abstain from sexual immorality, things sacrificed by, to idols, and blood. Don't eat the blood. God has purpose in that you do not eat the blood. So this is not a new concept. Continuing on. Verse 13. And you shall command the children of Israel to eat no blood, so that their names and their seed may be before Jehovah our Elohim continually. And for this law there is no limit of days, for it is forever. They shall observe it throughout their generations, so that they may continue atonement on your behalf, with blood before the altar every day, at the time of morning and evening. They shall seek forgiveness on your behalf continually before Jehovah, that they may keep it and not be rooted out. And he gave to Noah and his sons a sign that there shall not be a flood on the earth again, he placed his rainbow in the cloud for a sign of the everlasting covenant that there should not be a flood again on the earth to destroy it all the days of the earth. For this reason it is ordained and written in the tablets of the Shemayim that they should celebrate the festival of Shavuot in the month once a year to renew the covenant every year. So please note there's where Shavuot begins to be mentioned. And it's to celebrate this covenant that God has made with humanity. He set his rainbow in the sky, and he will never destroy the earth by water again. Verse 18, And this whole festival was celebrated in the Shemayim from the day of creation to the days of Noah, 26 Yobalim and five weeks of years. So according to this, this was already celebrated in the heavens. And I would bet you, obviously I don't know for sure, but I, I would bet you that these appointed times and these feasts and all these things, they're eternal. Like God has a purpose in them. And they've been, and a lot of the things that God has us to do on earth is, is replicating what's already done in heaven in some way or shape or form. And so here... In the book of Jubilees, it says that this whole festival was celebrated in the heavens from the day of creation until the days of Noah, 26 Jubilees, and five weeks of years. Continuing on, and Noah and his sons observed it for seven Jubilees, that is to say Jubilees, and one week of years till the day of Noah's death. And from the day of Noah's death 
his sons forsook it until the days of Abraham, and they ate blood. So as soon as as soon as Noah's gone, they the, the humanity starts to go astray. That would be about the time of uh, the Tower of Babel, things of that nature. But Abraham, verse nineteen, observed it. And Yitzhak, that is to say Isaac, and Yaakov, that is to say Jacob, and his children observed it up to your days. And in your days the children of Israel forgot it until it was celebrated anew in this mountain. And you shall command the children of Israel to observe this festival in all the generations for a command unto them. One day in the year, in this month, they shall celebrate the festival. For it is the festival of Shavuot and the feast of first fruits. This feast is twofold and of double nature, according to what is written and engraved concerning it, celebrate it. For I have written in the book of the first Torah, and that which I have written for you, that you should celebrate it in its season, one day in the year, and I explain to you its slaughterings that the children of Israel should remember and should celebrate it throughout their generations in this month, one day every year. And on the new moon of the first month, and on the new moon of the fourth month, and on the new moon of the seventh month, and on the new moon of the tenth month are the days of remembrance, and the days of the season, and the four divisions of the year. These are written and ordained as a witness forever. And Noah ordained them for himself as festivals for the generations forever, so that they have become thereby a memorial to him. And on the new moon of the first month he was told to make an ark, and on that day the earth became dry, and he opened the ark and saw the earth. And on the new moon of the fourth month the months of the depths of the abyss beneath were closed. And on the new moon of the seventh month, out of the mouths of the abyss of the earth were opened, and the waters began to descend into them. And on the new moon of the tenth month the top of the mountains were seen, and Noah was glad. And on account of this, he ordained them for himself as festivals for a memorial forever, and thus they are ordained. And they placed them on the tablets of the Shemayim. Each had thirteen weeks. The memorial passed from one to another, from the first into the second, to the second into the third, and from the third to the fourth. And all the days of the command shall be fifty-two weeks of days, and these shall make the entire year complete. Thus it is engraved and ordained on the tablets of the Shemayim, and there is no neglecting the command for a single year from year to year. And you shall command the children of Israel that they are to observe the years according to this reckoning, three hundred and sixty days, sixty-four days. And these shall constitute a complete year, and they shall not disturb its time from its days and from its festivals, for all shall fall out in them according to their witness, and it shall not leave out any day or disturb any festivals. But if then if they neglect to observe them according to his command, then they shall disturb all their seasons, and the year shall be dislodged from its order, and they shall neglect their laws. And all the children of Israel shall forget, and shall not find the path of the years, and shall forget the new moons and seasons and Shabbaoths, that is to say Sabbaths, and they shall go astray as to all the order of the years. For I know, and from this time I shall declare to you, it is not of my own devising, for a book is written before me, 
And on the tablets of the Shemayim, the divisions of days is ordained, lest they forget the festivals of the covenant and walk according to the festivals of the Gentiles, after their straying and after their ignorance. For there shall be those who shall surely make observation of the moon. Now it disrupts the seasons and comes in from year to year ten days too soon. For this reason, the, for this reason, the years shall come upon them when they shall disturb the order, and make an abominable day the day of witness, and an unclean day a feast day, and shall confuse all the days, the Kodesh with the unclean, the unclean day with the Kodesh, and they shall go astray as to months and Shabbatoths and festivals and Yobalim, that is to say Jubilees. Uh, just a quick note. One could argue this is our this has happened in our day, right? I mean, the calendar is completely confused. Um, probably the feast order days and everything is confused. I mean, there's so much arguments among people who and scholars who look at these things about what the date, actual dates are and what the calendar is. And, and of course, you have made-up pagan holidays where we observe things, you know, for example, Easter. Instead of observing Passover, we observe Easter, which is riddled with, with paganism. And so, yeah, here we are. Everything is confused. Everything is a mess. The order of all things is once again disturbed. Uh, yeah. Almost done here. Verse 38. For this reason, I command and witness to you that you may witness to them. For after your death, your children shall confuse them, so that they shall not make the year 364 days only. And for this reason, they shall go astray as to the new moons and the seasons and the Shabbats and the festivals. And they shall eat all kinds of blood and all kinds of flesh. That, my friends, is... Chapters 5 and 6 from the Dead Sea Scroll book, the book of Jubilees. And I hope it's been food for thought for you this morning. And I hope it's been a blessing to you this morning also. Thank you for listening. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless. <laughs>